Hello and welcome to Songs for the Struggling Artist, the blogcast. This is episode 304. And uh, this one is about crowdfunding and how great it is for the arts. <laughs> Just kidding. It sucks for the arts. I tried to find uh, a, a better title than the one I ended up with, and one of them was like, crowdfunding can bite me. <laughs> but, but I figured that I shouldn't title things like that, especially when I'm trying to run a crowdfunding campaign. See, it's just, it's not, it's not a, not a wise move. Uh, anyway, what I ended up calling it instead is crowdfunding the arts doesn't work. My theater company is over 20 years old. We started in 2001, and we've seen some things. For our first show, we raised funds by writing a letter. Yes, an actual paper letter. And we mailed it to anyone we thought might write us a check. This worked pretty well. I'd have to double check the numbers, but it's not impossible that it was the most effective fundraising we ever did. There are a couple of reasons for that, I imagine. One is the first steps toward a dream effect. This is the thing where people love to fund the first something. They enjoy helping people take a first step toward a big dream. They don't love so much the slog of keeping something afloat. But I think the other factor that helped this show's fundraising was just the moment we were in and the circles to which we had access. It seems like it should have been harder in those days. The efforts that people had to make to donate were substantial. First, they had to open and read our letter, not a given. If they wanted to donate, they had to get out their checkbooks, write the check, and then put it in an envelope, put a stamp on it, and put it in a mailbox. There are a lot of moments for this process to get derailed. It's a lot. It was not like clicking on a link, letting your credit card info autofill some boxes, and then hitting submit. When donating through the internet started to be a thing, we were very excited. It seemed like... By eliminating all those steps for people, we'd get so many more donations. It didn't really work out that way, though. We saw charity donation websites come and go. Remember Charity Blossom? The donations got smaller and smaller, and people who'd written us big checks never made it to the digital mailing lists. We didn't have their emails. I'm not sure a lot of them had emails. Then crowdfunding kicked off, and everyone was so excited about its potential. In some circles, people talked about it as a democratizing fundraising source. We wouldn't need to depend on rich people to fund things anymore. If we got enough tiny donations, we could make a big difference. What a win for democracy. Poor people could pay for the arts instead of rich people. But here's the thing. You need a lot of people to give you $20 to make up a $10,000 budget. You need 500 people, in fact. 
Actually, given that all these platforms take a cut, you'll need more than 500 people to get there. And for people without much to spare, even that $20 is a huge deal. It's a huge deal for me. Most folks, no matter how much they like you or believe in what you're doing, are not going to bother, or they just don't have it to spare. If you want to really depress yourself as a theater fundraiser, take a tour of the theater fundraisers on a platform like Indiegogo. You'll see a lot of folks barely making a dent in their humble $3,000 ask. Theater is not a good candidate for crowdfunding. It doesn't scale well. We don't have compelling prizes. But crowdfunding is sort of the only deal anymore. Even wealthy donors expect you to eke out a bunch of $20 donations before they'll think about sending over a few hundred bucks. It feels a bit like crowdfunding has killed our ability to actually raise sufficient funds. Because sometimes a wealthy donor looks at how a crowd fundraiser is doing and thinks it's not worth the investment. They see that we didn't get 10 people to give us 20 bucks and they reconsider the $2,000 check they were thinking of writing us. And having our struggles be so transparent, we lose leverage. We can't sell someone on a dream because they can see how little others have put into it. Crowdfunding, like a lot of things, has turned out to work best for things that are going viral. Remember that potato salad? Or the Josh battle? Crowdfunding also does really well in a well-publicized tragedy. But it is terrible for the day-to-day art-making. It is a very blunt instrument. It may be the only instrument at the moment, so we pretty much have to use it, but it's not very effective. Like anything in this capitalist world, your ability to fundraise is dependent on the wealth to which you have access. Your crowdfunding campaign does not depend so much on the content of your work, but on the wealth of the people in your circle who will open their wallets for you. We had more access to those people two decades ago than we do today. Today, most of my contacts are fellow artists. We have a joke in the indie theater community about how we all just pass the same $20 around between us. To make a $10,000 budget, you only need 10 people to give you $1,000. Big deal. That's only 10 people. But you have to know 10 people who might have a grant to spare first. That's the real kicker. And why crowdfunding the arts doesn't work. Not unless you only want work by and for the wealthy, which is what you get when you don't subsidize the arts, no matter which way you slice it. Crowdfunding demands an extraction of wealth from the artist's community. Every time I put on a show, I have to go to the crowdfunding mines and extract a little wealth from the people I know. I know some folks have found a way to perceive this as obtaining their community's investment in their work. I appreciate that perspective. 
but I find it particularly challenging to see it that way in this moment where most of my community is in the performing arts and most of my community lost their jobs or their big plans or their dreams or their support. Now is not the moment to extract wealth from the performing arts community, even if you call it an investment. Same goes for a lot of people right now. I know someone is thinking, hey, what about grants? Grants exist. Can't you just get a grant? Oh, darlings, yes. We have gotten some grants. Most of them were about $500. Very nice. It's helpful. Not as helpful as someone just writing you a check for $1,000 that you didn't have to write several essays for, but helpful. $500 is a very nice start. And other funders like to see that you got it. But there is not a grant in America that will fund your whole project. They want to see that you can extract $10,000 worth of wealth before they will give you $10,000. The best way to get an arts grant is to show how much you don't need one. In my experience, it takes around $10,000 to do just about any significant art project. That's with a shoestring budget. Shoestrings cost about $10,000. For some people, donating that $10,000 would make less impact than the $20 coming from a struggling artist. But an arts organization lives or dies based on where that $10,000 might come from. Crowdfunding seemed like an answer, and it's probably not going anywhere. But you can tell that it's not an effective tool because you'll never catch one of the big arts institutions using it. No one suggests that the Metropolitan Opera do a Kickstarter. They extract their wealth in a much more efficient way. And yes, of course, I'm in the middle of trying to crowdfund a project right now, which is, of course, why I'm thinking a lot about this. I feel extraordinary gratitude to the people who gave us their $3.00 or their $1,000, and I really wish I didn't have to ask them for it, just to make a piece of art. Yeah, so if you're wondering how my crowdfunding campaign is going, (laughs) there's your answer. I mean, I had two. I I, uh, put one up on the Facebook, see if I could extract some wealth from my friends there. And you know, it it did all right. Still got the one going over on Ko-fi. Um, you know, it's slow going and, uh, extracting wealth from people is, is, is not a pretty business ultimately. (laughs) I also, I just today was at the Met Opera, speaking of the Metropolitan Opera, I was there, uh, to see a show, my second show indoors. And the first one was two days ago. So, you know. Things, uh, things are happening. But anyway, the, it's like the, the Met is just, it's just a wealth machine. And I don't know where this list was, but it was like the Met is not only the number one subsidy, subsidized institution. I don't know if it's in, in the country or, or New York. Could be both. I don't know. But it's like the most subsidized 
uh, institution that we have. That is, they get the most, like, foundation money and um, donations, et cetera, et cetera. And also, I think, like, the there might be, like, city tax breaks, or not tax breaks, it's a nonprofit, but... Anyway, it's but it's not only number one, it's also number two, and I think number four. Like, the, all these sort of different arms of it. It is a huge mammoth wealth factory. And it, 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 it's, it, I mean, the, the piece that I saw was gorgeous, and I was very grateful to be there and to get to witness it. But the, the, the just pure, like, wow, man expensive institution <laughs> anyway they don't crowdfund over there is what i'm saying they don't they don't you know Woo. so what song will go with this blog about crowdfunding there are no crowdfunding songs that i am aware of if there are some please tell me about it because i'm i would be intrigued so i looked up songs about crowds and uh put a couple on the possibility box um and i ended up going with this john legend song which apparently only just came out last year on the space jam soundtrack space is it space jam 2 space jam the sequel space jam again i don't know what it's called but this one has a different basketball player in it so uh anyway the song is apparently from that soundtrack it was really like it's a good time it's a, it's a good time song and sometimes that's what you need or it's what I needed so uh, I'm going to play that for you in just a moment meanwhile thank you so much for listening if you like the blogcast please tell someone about it share it, like it, review it, subscribe all the things uh, if you would like to support it with your dollars that would be amazing patreon.com slash emily r davis there's also Kofi. there's paypal if you'd like to support my crowdfunding campaign it is uh on Kofi. so that link is in the show notes that's for the audio drama the dragoning um yeah i mean i guess technically patreon is also crowdfunding but it's like not it's not what I think of as crowdfunding it is technically it is a small crowd that is funding something but it's a more sustained thing I think so I'm not sure I would I don't call it crowdfunding but I I think one could anyway there, there are some options to to participate if you would like to make me feel better about the situation the one way to do that <laughs> is to extract some wealth from yourself or from someone else. I don't care where it comes from. Uh, and uh, pass it along. <laughs> oh, boy. I, it's so miserable. Anyway, uh, all those links are, again, in the show notes. And uh, here, in a moment, you will hear Crowd Go Crazy by John Legend. And uh, I'm playing it on guitar. And uh, I don't think there's much more to say about it. It's not a complicated song, but it is fun. And I, I, I just like right now, the image of a crowd going crazy is just very pleasing to me, to my like performer sensibility. I think the song may be about sports, but I, I, whatever. I, sports are cool. Uh, 
just like, you know, crowds of people going crazy. Mm, it's very cool. Anyway, here it is. Crowd go crazy. Got it together. That don't mean I'm too comfortable. I see the weather. It ain't all rainbows and pots of gold. I won't waste no minutes, the world ain't waiting on me. Time to go start living, go give them something to see. Hey, hey, we walk in with a new attitude. Hey, hey, we fresher than a new pair of shoes. Oh, Lord, and when we step in a Hey, hey, we walk in with a new attitude. Hey, hey, we fresher than a new pair of shoes. Oh, Lord, and when we do what we do, hold on, baby, the crowd go crazy. Hey, hey. Let's take a moment. The streets are singing and the sky is blue. Doors are open, everybody's getting in the mood. I won't waste no minutes, the world ain't waiting on me. Time to go start living, gon' give them something to see. Hey, hey, we walk in with a new attitude. Hey, hey, we fresher than a new pair of shoes. Step in a room, hold on, baby. The crowd go crazy. Hey, hey, we walk in with a new attitude. Hey, hey, we fresher than a new pair of shoes. Oh, Lord, and when we do what we do, hold on, baby. The crowd go crazy. The crowd go crazy. 